841 from the WOKV follow-up file. Last week, we were telling you about eight littoral combat ships, LCS-class ships at Naval Station Mayport that might just be on the chopping block in the uh, uh, Navy administration's budget for the uh, upcoming year, part of an overall retirement of 24 vessels. Uh, We heard last week from Representative John Rutherford and the fight that he plans to mount to keep those cuts from happening and impacting them here. Florida Senator Rick Scott is here. And at what moves might the Congress, might the Senate be able to make to prevent these cuts from happening and ultimately Naval Station Mayport from losing eight ships? Good morning. Yeah, th- I, first off, we've we've got the defense uh, proposal uh, from the Biden administration. This is something we're going to look at very closely. Uh, Mayport is a great place uh, for ships to be stationed, and we're going to do everything we can to continue to build up Mayport. Uh, I think I think the Navy is committed to, uh, to continue because such... In, you know, Jacksonville is such a great place to have our ships. And so I know it's something we're going we're gonna to put a lot of effort into, and I'm going to make sure that we do everything we can to make sure, one, these, these ships are operational, uh, and two, these ships remain in uh, Mayport. Are the ships operational, though? Because uh, the, the Navy is looking at saving some, like, $3.6 billion over five years by retiring them. Number one, are they the right class of ships for Mayport ultimately? And if not, then what may ultimately be? Uh, Representative Rutherford talked about the anti-submarine role. Yeah, I think I think you know what we have to do. Uh, I'm on Armed Services Committee in the Senate. What I always say to everybody is: Step one is what's our purpose? What what threats are we fo- are we facing right now? And do we have the right uh, tr- you know the trained men and women? And do we have the right equipment for them for today's issues? And so that's why I try to push every year as we go through the defense budget, knowing that Florida is a great place, whether it's for our Navy or for our Air Force. Uh, to be stationed because people want to be in our state. When I was governor, I focused on making sure we were the state that everybody wanted to be stationed and everybody wanted to retire. So we have 22 military bases in our state and three unified commands and our 20 military bases and three unified commands. And I made sure that we we focused on every one of those, how our communities could be a better partner uh, with our bases and our bases could be a partner with our communities. Where else can the money come from then for the Navy to be able to pay for the repairs that might ultimately be needed and avoid the savings decision that they may have to make? What we're going to do is, you know, first off, it's just a president's proposal. Um, as you know, in the, in the last Defense Authorization Act, uh, we dramatically increased uh, the funding uh, for projects that we believed in, and we changed what the president proposed. Uh, so we'll be working with the Navy. We'll be, uh, we'll be working through uh, the Armed Services Committee to make sure the right decisions made. All right. Uh, Later today, and I know it's happening in the House, but you've got some top oil executives who are going to testify. There are a lot of accusations about price gouging. We'll hear from ExxonMobil, Chevron, BP America, Shell, and others. Uh, Who ultimately is responsible for setting the price of gas and getting control of the, what, $4.17 a gallon average that we're paying now? Well, Joe Biden caused the problem. Um, If you look at when Joe Biden got elected, um, gas prices were significantly lower. Uh, we were pretty close to being energy uh, independent. And what he's done is he's shut down, the, you know, Biden shut down the Keystone Pipeline to a lot of jobs. I talked to a company in Florida the other day that lost half of their employees. Uh, they, they built equipment for the Keystone Pipeline. Uh, they lost over 300 employees as a result of that. But then on top of that, the Biden administration won't, won't authorize a whole bunch of permits. So if you, you might have a lease to do something, but you have to get a federal permit to do something, and the Biden administration just shut down the permitting process. So we have, we've seen a significant reduction uh, in the production of oil and gas in our country, and that's what's causing uh, the gas prices up. 
So we, if we want, if we want lower gas prices, we're going to have to safely, which we can in this country, safely produce oil and gas in this country. Instead, what the Biden administration is talking about doing is going to places that they wanted to hurt us, Iran and um, Venezuela in particular. They, you know, they, they're horrible dictators. Uh, they're murderous dictators. They're thugs. And the Biden administration is talking to them about getting oil and gas from them rather than get it from our country where we could produce it cleanly, safely. And we need to be self-sufficient. We should never, ever, ever be dependent on somebody. When you're, when you're growing up, the first thing you want to do is you want to get out of people telling you what to do. It's, you want to be independent. The same thing as this country. We, this country needs to be independent, energy independent, pharmaceuticals independent. We've got to say to ourselves, we got some enemies out here. And we didn't pick them. They picked us. We Talk- can't be doing business with them. We can't be doing business with Russia, communist China, Iran, uh, Venezuela. They, don't, they want to destroy our way of life. As we talk about Russia, new sanctions are expected to come today. How many more levers might be able to be pulled uh, from the U.S. and European allies to twist the screws even further on Vladimir Putin's economy and stop what is happening? I think, unfortunately, we have to do two things. We have to do everything we can to absolutely destroy the Russian economy. So hopefully the Russian people um, you know, will focus on how, did, how do you hold uh, Putin accountable? I mean, he needs to be in prison for war crimes. The other thing we have to do is we have to give every lethal weapon we can uh, to uh, Ukraine so they can defend their freedom. Because if they don't, if they don't stop Putin, then Putin's going to be next where Poland, Lithuania, place some, somebody like, place like that, where we're going to be in there defending them. Um, so our men and women are, are going to be at war if, in my opinion, if Ukraine cannot defend its freedom. I'm thankful that the Ukrainian people believe in freedom and they're fighting for freedom. We've got to give them every resource we can. Uh, the Defense Department is expected to send an additional $100 million worth of military equipment. That does include those Javelin anti-armor systems. It's one of many stories we're following for you as the day progresses. Florida Senator Rick Scott, do appreciate it. Thanks. It's 848.